happiest of Fridays to you, my LaSallian friends. Today is Friday, February 3rd, and I hope you're having a great day. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about something that I think is really important to all of you listening, as well as to me. Everyone's been talking about ESAs, or Education Savings Accounts, so I will be joined shortly by our elementary school principal, Heather Williams. She and I are going to walk you through the ins and outs, what LaSalle's been doing, what we're seeing right now, and anything that we can anticipate for the future with regard to ESAs. Let's go. So ESAs, oh my goodness, all over the place we're hearing about this. And here at LaSalle, we are seeing some interesting things happening. So I don't want to say too much just now because Heather Williams will join me shortly and we're going to walk you through all kinds of things that, it's, frankly, it's just been really fascinating to see this unfold and to be here at school talking to people. And it kind of feels like a little bit like watching history unfold, to be honest. And it's super exciting. So we're going to chat with you about that in a little while uh, after the buzz. But first, why don't we start this thing off with prayer as we do. In the name of the Father, the Son, <clears throat> and the Holy Spirit, gracious God, you're so good. You give us all good gifts, so we praise you and we thank you for those. We know that you hear our prayers, for especially for people in need, uh, for people in the margins of society, uh, for people who are hurting or struggling or lost. So we pray for them, we lift them up to you as well. And we ask that as the rest of our day goes on, wherever we might be and whatever we might be doing, we would be able to discern your presence in what we do. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So welcome to uh, The Roundtable. This is the podcast of LaSalle Catholic uh, Schools and the podcast that shares with you the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle. And that is our first and primary purpose for existing, is to give you the newsletter in the easiest to digest way possible, just to listen to it. So we hope you enjoy that and we thank you for listening. Secondarily, we exist to be more of a family. So Heather's going to jump on here in a bit and we're going to chat a little bit. Of course, we'll play a game at the end and just have some fun. Um, but that's why we're here and we're glad that you're joining us. And of course, you want to get your buzz. So let's give that to you. So here is your buzz, a.k.a. the audio version of the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle. The registration for LaSalle Catholic 23-24 school year is now open. More information and emails uh, starting on January 30th. We sent you the first one and more information here in this newsletter. February 3rd is our gala. Oh my gosh, I think we're sold out, but there might be tickets left. You can call um, St. Jude uh, to find out. Uh, see more information below about that. The Pancake Breakfast, uh, a.k.a. Celebrate LaSalle, that is on February 5th, this Sunday. Starts at 9 a.m., runs till 1 p.m. More information below. Uh, bowling unit for kindergarten through fourth grade starts on Monday. Then February 6th is also the eighth grade freshman scheduling night at Xavier High School in the gym. That starts at 6.30 p.m. Then on February 8th, we have the uh, first, well, not the first, we have another LaSalle Catholic All School Liturgy at 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church. Then on February 10th, we have Dollar Jeans Day, and that is called Jeans for Jeans, uh, G-E-N-E-S. So we're donating funds raised to the Hawkeye Area Down Syndrome Association. Then on February 10th, we have 5th and 6th grade reconciliation at 1 o'clock at St. Jude. Then on February 10th through 12th, the Women's CEW is happening here at LaSalle Catholic Middle School. Then on February 11th, Open Conversations has another meeting. 1 o'clock until 2 o'clock at the elementary school. More information below. 
February 14th, of course, is Valentine's Day, followed by the 15th, which is another liturgy at 10 a.m. at St. Jude. On February 22nd, we have Ash Wednesday, as well as an all-school liturgy at 10 a.m. at St. Jude. Then on February 23rd is Spring Picture Day for K through 8 and for preschool, four-year-old preschool morning students. Then on February 24th, we have Spring Picture Day for preschool three-year-olds and four-year-old preschool afternoon students. Also on February 24th is LaSalle Catholic Spirit Day, and then the men's CEW is February 24th through 26th. We will not have school on February 27th. We have a Staff Professional Development Day. And then there is a board meeting on February 28th at 6.30 p.m. in the middle school. Um, in the backpack, things trimmed down a little bit. We've just got our 529 plan update, February menus, uh, a parent association ice skating event, Saints baseball information, Gala 2020, no, that one's out of there, <laughs> Eucharistic adoration, and script information. Uh, that is all followed by a short blurb from Principal Heather Williams. In her blurb, Heather Williams just very briefly uh, reminds everyone that registration for the next school year has opened up. So we're excited to see all of our pre-K through grade seven students back here at LaSalle again next year, God willing. And also just kind of a celebratory note about Catholic Schools Week. Uh, a thank you to you for enrolling your kiddos here and entrusting them with us. And uh, just a reminder to ask them how they've been enjoying Catholic Schools Week. We think they've been having a really good time. I know the staff sure has been. Uh, up next we have um, details about the pancake breakfast called Celebrate LaSalle. So that's a middle school event uh, hosted by the Knights of Columbus and uh, that's going to be on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. That'll be in the middle school commons for the most part. We'll have some entertainment like our show choir and our band and then we'll have food uh, for a free will donation so that includes a pancake and sausage breakfast and then there'll be uh, elimination in the gymnasium especially I know the alumni like to come back and play that and we will have prospective families here I think I've spoken with three or four who plan to be here and sometimes you know there'll be other families who show up as well I anticipate that now especially with the ESAs having passed we might see more prospective families which would be just great um, so there is a link right under the next headline, which is 2324 registration is open. So it opened up on the 30th for all Xavier Catholic School families. The final deadline is in July. Communication was shared with families in the summer, uh, or will be shared, sorry, with families in the summer closer to the final deadline. And there may be some more information needed. Do keep in mind that when you complete the process, and if any information has changed, it needs to be updated in PowerSchool before August 1st. So see the information uh, that's been emailed out as well as the flyers that are posted on our website. Um, and there's a link at um, lasallecatholiccr.org backslash registration. Uh, Heather and I are gonna give you um, kind of more information about this as we go. Um, but new this year for all Xavier Catholic schools, the admission priorities have, I wouldn't say shifted, they've been uh, kind of clarified and firmed up. So guidance, um, in the case of limited enrollment or waitlist situations at certain grade levels has been put in place. So priority enrollment is now being given to currently enrolled families as well as children of Xavier uh, Catholic School employees, Xavier Catholic Schools employees, and siblings of current students who are already here. Um, then we, for those families, we guarantee your child's spot uh, if the registration process is completed by March 1st. So then enrollments after March 1st are going to incur an $85 enrollment fee, and that'll be billed through FACTS. Um, then the second priority is going to be for uh, parishioners at our parishes, and we'll hold spots for them up through March 15. Uh, following that, 
up until March 30th, we're going to hold spots for Catholic families at other parishes. Following that, we're going to um, open it up for everybody. So any questions can be directed to uh, Nancy Franey, Kathy Ireland, Heather Williams, or myself. And there's links to our emails in the newsletter. Hopefully that is helpful. I know what will be helpful to us is if you take the Family Satisfaction Survey. So please do take a few minutes to fill out the Family Satisfaction Survey that is linked in the newsletter. And we'll leave that up for about a month. Uh, it, it is the same survey that we've given the last few years. We like to be able to compare data. It's a, it's a pretty good survey, but what's really nice is um, it becomes more valuable each year because we can compare data and see where Family Satisfaction um, shifts. Uh, it might improve or it, it uh, could you know, need more improvement uh, from one area to another, whether it's faith or safety, community, communication, what have you. So thanks for taking a few minutes to give us that important information. As I mentioned before, Open Conversations has uh, a meeting this Saturday. Because we're a community of many cultures here at LaSalle, uh, we do have a unique opportunity to enrich our students' lives as we go together in friendship with one another and in service to our school. So Open Conversations invites all families to join at the LaSalle Catholic Elementary Gym on February 11th <clears throat> from 2 to three for the next meeting. Doors will open at 1.30. Yep, uh, in the calendar we're going to have to update that. It says 1 to 2, but it is 2 to 3 and doors open at 1.30. Then we have a Dollar Jeans Day for Jeans for Jeans. We're donating to Hadza, um, so that is going to be on February 10th. So if students bring in a dollar or more, they can be out of dress code. So follow the guidelines and the dress code posted on the website. Donations going to the Hawkeye Area Down Syndrome Association. Then there is an ESA website from the Department of Ed, and you can uh, click on the link in the website, and then if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, there's a place there where you can click and give them your email, and then you can get regular updates about ESAs if you want to stay on top of that. Uh, our common basket has received a couple of requests. One family is hoping for a laptop computer, and another family is hoping for a washing machine. Um, they can be used, so if you're getting rid of one, uh, please uh, let me know and we can get those to families that could use them. Of course, the computer, we will have our, our tech department wipe those, so there's no sensitive information in there at all. Um, as you prepare for the upcoming tax season, FAX allows you to print records of tuition payments. Here's a change, we will not be mailing out statements this year, so please follow the attached end of your instructions as that's gonna give you the breakdown of all the monies paid um, that you paid in 2022 for tuition, childcare, and other incidentals. If you have questions or need any assistance, please call Todd Garrison, he loves to be helpful. T Garrison, that's with two R's and one S, at lasallecatholiccr.org, or call him at 390-6512. Uh, we also have the gala coming up, which you've been hearing all about. Tickets may be sold out at this point. I guess I'm not entirely sure. If you really want to go, though, you can call St. Jude. Um, you can look on the website as well. That's uh, https colon back back fundraiser.support back LaSalle CR Gala 2023. Um, and then nothing new from script there, but in the middle school, um, we do need some more help with wrestling concession help. Those get big. Those wrestling events get big, and so we need uh, parent volunteers to help out with the concession stand. Uh, maybe call a friend and see if uh, you and one other friend want to help do that. It can be pretty fun. Um, the wrestling meets get pretty crazy. A lot of people are there, so that's a great help to the school. Um, let's see. High school freshman information. Eighth grade parents, Xavier High School is now accepting applications for the 23-24 school year. An application is required to register for classes for the upcoming year. Parents can access the convenient free application by clicking on the link in the newsletter. As a reminder, freshman scheduling night is Monday, February 6th at 6.30 in the gymnasium at Xavier. 
That is required for all families who are considering attending, and students are encouraged to attend as well. Questions to Kara Jones at C-A-R-A dot J-O-E-N-S at XavierSaints.org. Then in the elementary school, news from the PE department. Uh, students are going to be doing their in-house skating program starting on Monday. So permission slips uh, have all been returned. So good for you. Uh, below is uh, in the newsletter is a volunteer sign-up genius link if you can help out. We'd love to have parents in the building. So please click on the link in the newsletter to help uh, if you're able and if you would like to. Also, if you'd like to sponsor a student needing assistance, you can do that. Simply send in the additional money and Mr. Cook will take care of the rest. If your child has been biking or um, has a biking or skating helmet, uh, please have your child bring those in if they want to. If you don't have one, that's okay. Mr. Cook will have plenty. Thank you. Finally, from the Parent Association, Sunday Fun Day. Join us on Sunday, February 5th at I'm on Ice for uh, Sunday Fun Day. Mention the South Catholic and admission is just $6. <laughs> with $2 for each admission coming back to the school. Hope to see you there. And did you know that LaSalle PA has some clothes that are available? In fact, we have a ton of clothes in each building. So let us know if you need any. You can email LaSallePA at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. And then the next event from the Parent Association is going to be our trivia night on March 25th. Looking forward to that. I've already got all the questions ready to go. I think that's about all we need to share today. Nothing um, particular from our new events anyway coming up. I know that Xavier shared today that um, Angela Olson, after, gosh, I want to say 12 years of service and leadership at uh, Xavier, has accepted a position down in Iowa City. So she's going to be, I believe the title is head of school um, for their two uh schools down there um, where she'll do well no doubt um, and they'll be happy to have her uh, she'll be missed up here um, so next time you see Angela if you know who she is by face uh, definitely uh, congratulate her and wish her well and even if you don't know her say a prayer um, for her transition in as well as for the the search I'm sure that Xavier will um, be working diligently to get the very best person to replace Angela um, and fill her large shoes so that's it for the buzz I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with Heather I've just been fascinated by um, all of these kind of goings on uh, with ESAs. So we'll chat with her a little bit uh, in our segment that of course we call um, Getting to Know You and we'll chat about ESAs and we'll get to know them as well. Thanks getting for tuning in. Thanks for coming back on the podcast again. How long has it been? Uh, it's since the beginning of the school year. Wow, all right. Yeah, a few months. Cool. Um, thanks for coming back on. So we're going to chat a little bit about ESAs, um, but um, let's let's just kind of be familial first. What's 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 new going on with, uh, with the Williamses? Well, we're all healthy right now. Yay! You guys are never all good. healthy. Yeah, there's always four, somebody sick. Four kids um, under 10? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Max just turned 10. 10, yeah. 10 and 4 kids, 10 and under. Yeah. Yeah, you guys always have something going through. Yeah. With Quinn's a kid birthday's a... next week. Happy birthday, Quinny Bale. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Quinny Bale. Yeah, so we're going to celebrate that this weekend with the family and I haven't decided what to do with her. She wants, get this, I, I asked my soon-to-be 8-year-old, what, what do you want for your birthday? And her first thing was a rock polishing kit. Cool. And a bug research kit. She's a learner like her mama. And I was I like, like, I feel like I don't know where I could find any of that stuff. I was just about to say, I think I have a bug polishing kit. Uh, <laughs> no, I think we... Uh, did you did you get her a rock polishing no, kit? No, I haven't. Because we had one, I think. Oh, don't listen to this, dear. 
Um, got her the Bugopedia. Okay. So it's like an encyclopedia about bugs. Sweet. And then a few other nonfiction books because my kids Sweet. eat facts and yeah. spit them out in class like crazy. That's so awesome. They just, National Geographic being a part of Disney Plus is probably their favorite thing in the world. So That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you guys are going to the gala tomorrow night? Yes. T- tonight, sorry. Yeah. Um, awesome. I'll, I'll see you guys there in a few short hours. Yes. Um, are you guys going to get snazzied up? Uh, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be a little matchy, I'm sure. Awesome. Always always set it up that way. Awesome. Yeah, you got to decide ahead of time. I will decide when Laura says, hey, we should get going. And then we'll, I'll go find something to wear. Because <laughs> that's kind of how I prefer to roll. Yeah. Um, tell us, uh, I don't know if everybody knows that you are working on your super intense, super... Intendance license. <laughs> your Super Nintendo. Well, it'd be a, it'll be a superintendent's certificate. Certificate. Yes. Okay. It's not a it's not a degree per se. Right. Um. So, yeah, yeah. I've been doing some coursework. So you're. I'm a full one year semester. Into it. You're a year into it. You yeah. started second semester last year. Yeah. Is it a two year program? It is. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be done next winter. Sweet. Yeah. So some of that stuff that you're learning, like what 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 are the what are the foci? That's plural for focuses. I'm oh gonna talk goodness. fancy. You would be a fancy. Oh, uh, I would. What are the foci of the program? Uh, what, what are you finding like is helpful now? Uh, well, last semester it focused mainly on public school finance. Okay. So that was uh, really interesting because then I got to see like how they have different silos of funding yeah. versus how we have different silos of funding and how a lot of it can be similar, but most of it is very, very different yeah. because they, um, you know, they can use, they can tax their people and, and use property taxes and yeah. um, they can try to do levies, but they have to get votes for that and they have to get so many votes before they can do yeah. levies and whatnot. So, um, and then the public school funding from the state and federal funding is very different too. So. Yeah. Um, the the one that was most interest to me interesting to me was um, how they figure out special ed funding and um, there's different three tiers and different formulas you have to follow um, to figure out how much money you might get for special ed funding. But we'll talk about that in a minute. I bet. Yeah. So um, that that was my favorite part of getting my principal's license too was special ed law. So seriously, why? Yeah. Uh, it just all the ins and outs and the different pieces of, I don't know, the law and legislation and how it works in the schools, so. I wonder, I don't know what my favorite class was. Hmm. I mean, our, the spiciest teacher was uh, Sister Mary Angela Shaughnessy. Yeah. Who, uh, she taught um, Catholic ed law. Okay. She said, quote, and I, anyone listening to this who's, who knows her, because some people kind of know who she is, they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's how she talks. She said, I'm, I'm the Michael Jordan of Catholic education law. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wow. Uh, and, yeah, and people who know her would be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's her. Well, I think what was fun for me in that is there's so many case studies and different, like, you know, different different pieces that have, a, have been a, applicable to real-life people. Like, they... This happened to them, and so then they went to the court system and yeah. sued the schools, and so like it was really cool to be able to read through some of those case studies and be like, wow, that really happened? I can't believe an educator would have done that, or I can't believe a family would sue because of that. Case studies are super interesting. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's probably why it was 
my favorite because yeah. I got to see like real life application of um, how special ed law is used and applied in schools right now. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so let, let's chat, let's take that segue right into ESAs. Okay. So ESAs have passed. Let's mm-hmm. just kind of tell our listeners, well, maybe assume they haven't read the, the email that we sent out and they haven't looked at our website where we give some of that info and just kind of break it down straightforward. Um, you give a little, I'll just chime in here as we go. What's an ESA? Uh, well, it's an education savings account that's uh, available to quite a few families starting next school year. Um, Basically, it, it'll be available for families that are currently attending Catholic schools at the 300% poverty level or below. They can oh. apply for it. Um, it'll be available to all kindergartners across the state. And then it'll be available to any families who choose to transfer their kiddos from public school to private school. And that doesn't mean Catholic school, but it just means privates, charters. Uh, uh, an accredited, an accredited by the state. state accredited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it could be any private school in the state yeah. that they could be wanting to look into. So yeah, it, it gives families the choice um, to choose where they want their kids to go. And I know we keep calling them ESAs. I think the law was called the Student First Law. Student First Act, right. yep. Um, which, and I think, I think the kind of the, the reason that our, I know our diocese is so excited about it um, is, uh, like a lot of things in the church, there's a kind of a philosophical slash theological underpinning, which um, at least since Pope John Paul II, I think he, oh, I could be wrong. If I have theologians listening, I'm, I might be wrong. Um, I think JP too, though, said that um, parents need to be the first educators mm-hmm. of um, children. And actually, my mother-in-law, uh, hi, Mimi, if you're listening, she <laughs> wrote her dissertation on um, parents as the first preachers to their children. Oh, wow. I know. It's yeah. pretty cool. Anyway, that's that's the whole thing is like we want parents to have that choice. We want them to have that say mm-hmm. um, more so than um, having you know, like the state say where, you know, the, the kids should be able to get educated. I, I like it. Um, and I don't want to get into like the us versus them because I love our relationship with our, our neighbor schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we work really well together and they do some really great things for some of our kids. Um, but I like that the local property taxes stay with the school where that kid lives, yeah. even if they, you know, say enroll at LaSalle. Um, and then the, and that's gonna be eh, anywhere from 1500 to $2,000, give or take, depending on the area right. where they live, mm-hmm. per year, per pupil. And then the federal funds, which is, I think is even more than the state portion, is gonna stay there. So the, more than half of the funds for a given kid who comes here instead is gonna stay in that school district or at, yeah. at that school building. So they're gonna have more funds for fewer kids. And I don't think it's gonna be this huge like mass exodus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people are you know screaming and banging their heads against the wall and they're saying, oh fine, I can get the heck out of here and go to LaSalle <laughs> or you know St. Joe's or Regis or what have you. Um, but I like that part about it because I really, I want not, not just to work for Catholic schools, but for everybody. Yeah. So my hope is that it will. Question is, um, I mean, some people have asked me, is this actually going to happen like next fall? Are we actually going to be able to have new families enrolling um, yeah, at LaSalle? I mean, I, the way it sounds is they're going through rules and regulations now, and we should have that back to us late spring and then early summer. Um, we should be figuring out the logistics of how families can apply for this. Yep. And then over the summer, they would find out if they qualify or not. Um, and so 
then they would be able to apply those funds to next school year. Yeah, and anything I've, I've heard um, about people who are trying to fight the law um, or oppose it or hold it up, I don't think any of that's really sticking. Um, so I do think, yeah, this is going to pass. I think we'll see this at least through the three-year phase in, right, where you mentioned mm -hmm. the f you know next year. The following year is all the same folks can qualify, right? Yep, and then anybody new, anybody coming to kindergarten. The only change is the poverty level goes from 300% to 400%. So then we'd be able to have even, and even more families could qualify based on their income. And then um, in year three will be the 25, 26 school year. Yep. And then everybody, um, everybody would be will be able, able to, to use qualify. that. I do think that by then we will see some really significant changes by three years from now. Mm -hmm. um, but what I, what I like about, I mean, I know the diocese has asked you, me, and the other principals, okay, you gotta look at what is your maximum possible enrollment if you had, you know, all the staffing, you know, mm -hmm. no empty rooms. Every room has, you know, 20 to 25 kids, whatever. Right. Um, and to look at that, which we've done, but that is not our plan for next year. For, you know, listeners, I got, I've gotten this question a lot. I think you have as yeah. well. And I know principals at other Catholic schools in the area have gotten the question, um, you know, what are we expecting? What is this going to look like? So we're not really looking, and that answer is probably for LaSalle. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of room in your building. Um, not, all not. the rooms are used, but there are some rooms that aren't full, right? right. But in the middle school here, we've got, We've got rooms that aren't even being used, right? So yeah. max, 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 if we hired all the people we needed, we could probably double in size. Yeah. And that's actually in the Cedar Rapids area, that's about standard. Now yeah. some, some can do more, some can do less, but um, we could enroll about twice as many kids as we have in our buildings in Xavier Catholic schools. Right. That said, they also asked us to look at, what was that next number? It was like, how many we could enroll with our current staffing yeah, yeah. which was about half that amount yep. and then what you and i have really been talking about though is just looking at you know this year seventh grade has 30 kids um looking at that that group of kids the academics uh the dynamic the character the yeah. kind of charism if you want to call it the behavior issues all that stuff combined um how many kids can we add to that group yeah. So, um, you know, we're not looking at adding 20 kids to that class, even if they come our way. Mm -hmm. um, we do think probably the younger grades, right, and the schools are going to grow faster. Um, there's a little more room for growth there, and then especially with the kindergartens. Yep. But I think we're going to have a really fun challenge <laughs> to, uh, to enroll, you know, a bunch of new families. But I don't know about you, I was surprised. I thought that, like, our phones are going to start ringing off the hook, and there's going to be a whole bunch of random people. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been a bunch of people we've already toured yeah. or met who are saying, okay, now we're ready to make the deal. Like, yeah. boy, before we really liked your place, just didn't know if we could swing it financially as much as you and I might plead with them to say we can make it work. Yeah. Well, now if they know that's going to be free. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. where that's what we're hearing from a lot of people in that camp that we'd already toured, mm -hmm. have already shadowed maybe. Um, and then like this woman that we just called right before the podcast, yeah. uh, parishioners. Getting, yeah, we're getting lots of parishioner interest, yeah. which which is great because then um, we're all kind of in the same boat with understanding that our faith is what's keeping us here and that's what we're gonna keep pushing, so. Yeah, I've been a little surprised too, just when I tell families, so you know, the Xavier Catholic Schools created kind of a prioritization policy for yeah. who to enroll when. So we're saving, you know, March 1st is um, the deadline for current families, right, to, yep. to save their chair for their kid. And then March 15th would be for parishioners, right, to save. Right. And then March 30th, is for Catholics not 
here. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but when I'm talking with prospective families, <clears throat> no one has been at all frustrated when I've said, hey, here's, you know, so you're gonna have to wait a little bit. Yeah. And that class could fill They've been super like sixth grade. I mean, yeah. man, we always have a lot of people come into sixth grade. So yeah, people have been really great and understanding and think all of us Iowans feel like we're just flying a little bit by the seat of our pants. A little bit, but you know, uh, it's a learning process, and yeah. we're all learning through it together. And we're so. Iowans, so we're patient with each other. Yes. Did you know, I learned this last night, this is the most aggressive um, ESA or voucher program in the country. Really? Yeah. I did not realize that. Yep. I know that it's up and running in quite a few different states. Yeah. Doing well in those states. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. We might have to circle back into another pod yeah. on another fresh topic is... Um, the Xavier Catholic Schools conversation. Oh, yeah, because yeah. now we kind of anticipate over the next few years our buildings are going to fill. Mm -hmm. So I think what was in the back of a lot of people's head when we were talking about systemization was closing buildings, laying some people off, and shrinking. Oh, wow. Which was not, yeah. we. I mean, over and over again in the conversations we've had in, in those rooms there, we had another meeting last night. Yeah. The conversation was, this is not about closing buildings, this no. is not about consolidation, this is about systemization. Yeah, and, and is it best for what we have going on yeah. here in Cedar Rapids. And, and that's just only reinforced now, I think, by the fact that we anticipate our schools getting full. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. Talk about being from a position of strength right now. Holy buckets. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty much what I wanted to tackle. I mean, the only other thing, we keep getting this question, um, how are we gonna sustain our culture? Yeah. Um, which it's really nice that we're hearing from our parishes, right? People who are faithful and who maybe wanted to be here or who are already talking to us. Um, we can we can do what we want with our numbers. Like that open house, shout out to you, by the way. That was a really smart move, I think, to open it up, not just to early childhood, but to K-4. Oh, thank you. Um, then having all those other families. But the question I was hearing from a whole bunch of those folks was, what's your cap? Yeah, What's I your, got that question a lot too. And it's nice that we don't have an arbitrary, it's 25, it's 30, whatever. No, yeah. it's we're gonna look at each group of kids and be able to discern. Yeah, yeah, because some, some groups might be smaller, but they might be higher needs. Yeah. And some groups might be bigger, but they don't have as much academic need or behavioral needs, yeah. and, and we can have more kids in that group. So yeah. it's gonna be kind of on a group-by-group -group basis in regards to that. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna keep our culture the way it is, because we've got a fantastic culture going. Yeah, fun challenge. Yes. A great problem, as people keep calling it. Yes, absolutely. Well, people who love Catholic schools, <laughs> yeah. not everybody, but hopefully hopefully, time will tell, and what it will tell us is that it's really good for all kids. Yes. I really hope so. Absolutely. Um, how about a game here before we sign off? Sure. The game, as the bumper music indicates, is this or that. Have you played this or that before? Uh, not with you. I, I'll name a thing. Do, do other people play this or that? <laughs> I thought I made it up. Well, I think you can play it. Well, I, just I name think it. we've played it before. I'll say like cake or pie. you got to pick one. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we haven't played since, I think, November on the show here. So um, just random, super random. Spork or Silly Straw? Spork. That's a tough one for me, man. Silly straws take me back. Oh. <laughs> Gatorade. I know it takes you, too long to get the drink. You're an athlete, but you probably don't drink either of these because you're like healthy. Gatorade or Powerade? Uh, probably Powerade, actually. What color? Blue. Blue or purple? <sighs> oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I am old. Yellow Gatorade. 
The stuff I drank with my you dad. You know what? My grandpa bought me that all the time. Yes. School. He thought it was my favorite. Because he loved you, and that's <laughs> yellow. Oh, and yeah. it wasn't bad. I mean, I I, did, I would drink it. And then orange Gatorade. I would always be the And then red Gatorade. Like I am so old school. Oh no, no. Okay. If I had to choose favorite Gatorade, it'd be um, cool blue or white cherry. You twelve? Okay. <laughs> Wait, white cherry? Yeah. Freddie likes white cherry. White cherry's delicious. Um, Mac or PC? I think I know this one. P uh, Mac. And then are you also uh, um, um, iPhone over Android? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, last time I had an Android, I think it dropped. I, <laughs> I won't tell you this. Okay. Time, but I I switched to an iPhone immediately after. I, I kind of chuckled when I made this one. St. Patrick's Day or St. Valentine's Day? St. Patty's Day. I thought you'd say Valentine's. Why St. Patrick's? My husband's family is very Irish. Awesome. And we celebrate Irish Fest every summer, Sweet. and St. Patty's Day is a big deal. Awesome. So lots of green beer. You guys do corned beef and cabbage? Uh, they do. I'm not a big fan of corned beef. Do you know corned beef and cabbage is not Irish? It's Irish-American? I did not know When that. I went to Ireland, <laughs> I did a little trip there years yeah. ago, and I was looking for corned beef and cabbage everywhere. They do bacon and cabbage. Really? But because... They didn't have the bacon here. They made corn, uh, Irish Americans made corned beef and cabbage. Oh. Yeah, I learn something new every day. Random fact that I, I really hope is true, but Gaelic that's what Storm, I. Storm, probably that's one of my favorite Irish bands. Good band. Yeah. Um, how about gloves or mittens? Gloves, I thought but so. mittens keep your hands warmer. You like choppers? I like being able to use my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, a morning run or an evening stroll? Morning run. Yeah, I thought so. Um, mountain cottage or a cabin on the lake? Mountain cottage. Nice. See, I would say there's a lot of lakes in the mountains, so yeah, I would that's do both. True. <laughs> um, a band or an orchestra? Uh, a band. This is our penultimate one, and it's a trick question for you. Okay. Lowe's or Home Depot? <laughs> I can't say yes to either of those. My husband works at Menard. He's not listening. <laughs> so, um, well, if I had to go with one or the other, I'd probably go with Lowe's. Yes! Yeah. And Chiefs or Eagles? Who are you cheering for? Uh, we're cheering for the Chiefs, of course. My we? husband's a huge oh, he is? Kansas City Chiefs fan. Oh, oh yeah. okay. His, his dad's a big Kansas City everything fan, so cool. Kansas City barbecue, Royals, like the barbecue. Chiefs, everything. Sweet. Um, anything else you want to say to our family and friends before we sign off? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. And thanks for coming on again. We're enrolling, so you know people interested, give us a call. Thanks for listening, friends. Love you, Mom. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend.